Hey everybody, my name is Timothy Martin, the DM. And this is Benjamin, one of the players. And uh, we just wanted to come together to make the first duo intro ever. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, just a few announcements, a few things we wanted to share uh, before we let you guys get to the episode. Uh, for one, we have listeners in Greece, which we're super excited about. So someone in Greece accidentally listened to the podcast. Um, <laughs> also, just a shout out to everybody who upvoted and read the posts we had on Reddit for our world building. Uh, I feel like we got a lot done and the world is starting to look fuller and we're going to be doing more of those in the future. So keep your ideas in a jar and get ready to open that jar and read them to us uh finally um yeah we're just we're super excited to get back together and to get these recordings out more regularly we apologize for blips in the schedule and uh now we have some shout outs i would like to shout out sam and emily soon to be o'neill and congratulate them on their marriage and engagement and best wishes for both of you and then also i would like to shout out a special patient of mine this summer not allowed to give any identifying information but you know who you are and you're awesome so thank you for listening thank you for your support and then benjamin here again i've got two shout outs shout out to my landlord boss and father for providing an epic place for us to hang out and play DD and record this podcast for you all and then second shout out to the el taco moco hope i said that right the taco food truck uh, in the town where, where all of us are. And uh, they don't provide a free meal, but they do provide a meal at a cost. So, And it's delicious. It is, in fact, delicious. So, all right, Serious Dungeon Timers, get ready for Episode 19, World War G. For Gringo. All right. I want to loot Darkette's body. <laughs> I, it's I a good gonna... thing I took a picture of my inventory before <laughs> I came down here. I didn't want to have to go and find my character sheet. Dead gummit. Actually, gentlemen, I would like to gonna say it's quite a pickle. You five in. Oh, sorry. You you four. Oh man. Yeah, is it is it too soon? Th- this kind of jumps into the. Uh, hey, Darkette, the... you have a useful spell to help out the team. Uh, oh oh oh, oh my bad. Yeah, unseen servant would have been real helpful right now, gentlemen. If it's okay, I would like to. Propose hey, a toast. I hear you. I'll, I'll raise to that. Propose a toast to Darkette, the lizard wizard who was the size of a football, but like the dung beetle, could carry 50 times his weight in gold. I don't think you're allowed to toast yourself, but I'll, I'll drink to that. Toast me. <clears throat> I'm going to eat a cookie. That's not, oh. oh, also, I forgot to mention something very important last time. Uh, Ruby died also. Yeah, she died, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Told you I was going to kill that That's cat. That's the true tragedy right there. Like, uh, you did say that, <laughs> didn't you? I did, yeah. No, um, like I was the, determined to kill your cat. Like the uh, like the embers of a dying campfire, just one after the other, just like falling away. What Except there on? are two embers, and uh, they're both gone. Ruby. Ruby, like, faded away. You oh, see, okay. Yeah. Like, her fleshly skin... Okay, we've got the black dice market going on over here. <laughs> what, what are y'all doing? What's going on? There was a die sitting all the way at the other end. I was trying to reach it. He was giving me everything else <laughs> but the matching set. Well, I couldn't see what you had. So so how's everyone's life been since the last time we podcasted? No, that's, that's a good, that's a fair question. I'm not going to answer it, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair question. Not here for it. Dude, I'm just here to play some Dungeons and, and bleh, Dragons. I that's the word. Found it. 
Dungeons and Epilepsy pills? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed. I stopped caring last episode. <laughs> I'm done. You guys are screwed. <laughs> Everything's it. done. Everyone dies today. No, but um, yeah, let's let's try and find the will to keep playing um, and figure out where we left off. Um, I know you all still have both of your group inspirations because Darkhead refused to let me use them. The fusion of kaleidoscopes. Yep. Dylan, to make that happen. D- Dylan didn't let you use it. I said, I, that's a general rule I always go by. I find it selfish personally to use death saves. Or, I'm sorry, inspiration on death saves. I, I find death saves selfish. I just stop rolling them. Yeah, so. I, I succeed. I, we everybody just, dies in life, so. Everyone knows a DM doesn't kill characters. No, I do. I do. Obviously. Be warned, all of happened. you. You can no, just come back as a different one characters. that you wanted to play, but but I'll I'll kill this one. So watch out. He I do have a question on the daily. I stop talking since I'm no longer here. Uh, I cast flaming sphere in the last battle, mm-hmm. and you said, forgot to use it on your turn. Sometimes you said well, that was once. That was only once, so that's not too bad. But uh, still, could have changed the entire fight. What might change the circumstance? You said that I set a wooden pillar on fire. Yes, is it still on fire? There are. A few things we need to resolve. Well, we just okay. literally we ended the podcast. So that yeah, you as I died. The thing is, Doctor Wink, I believe, is next in the initiative order. Let me check. Yeah, real he's quick. down. And you've got to make more death <laughs> saves, unless you want me to be super nice and say that when you cast Healing Word with your flower and Darkhead rejected it, you know, with your last spell slot, it went to Doctor Wink instead. I don't think that's how flowers work, but I'm cool. Whatever you want, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you be what you are. Darkhead went don't, and died. Don't take. How many? How, what what are you at there, uh, Benjamin? What what's Doctor Wink at saves wise? He has one success and one failure. He can still make so it. it. But so you can roll in that one and die though. Ah! I hope you're prepared. I have a character. I'm supposed to roll it. It wasn't in that one. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm te- gonna roll it. Technically, Benjamin. Can I? Can I? Just, are, is anyone using inspiration med- or anything? Can I? Oh, hit I rolled it. I rolled an eight. Oh no! It's a fail. That's two fails. <laughs> Wait, is this? Can this I help you? You can now because it's your turn. Medicine. Okay. <laughs> What's the check? You think the solution to healing him is putting a knife in his wounds to stop eight. the bleeding? Wait, so, hold it's on. Eight. Time out. I'm, oh. I know I'm dead. I'm sorry. Is this really happening or are we joking? Is is I just rolled? We just rolled. Look, you have a you have healing. You word. burned the spell slot. I've burned it. I'm healing no word. Spells. Well, he closed up your hand. That's what we said. Use so, healing words. So do I still have the spell? It, yeah, that's fine. Okay, sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sit on that. Yeah. <laughs> For when we really need it. <laughs> Jeez. It looks a little bloody. That's unnecessary. There. I'll use it. <laughs> okay. Dr. Wink, um, roll. What is it? D4? What do I it? roll it? No, you don't roll it. I didn't think so. Okay, then. I was going to say, this is going to be the worst, it's like, 20? shortest episode ever. <laughs> if it's like five minutes and all it is is us cutting up and Benjamin dying. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, shut up, Benjamin. You get five hit points, Benji. Ooh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Dr. Dink. Okay. I'm hey, right. You're fine. I'm dead. Doctors I'm know all about blood. Actually, uh, doctors have to, like, ritually cut themselves so that they can become immune to the wounds that ail their patients, right? Not right. this doctor. Oh. Man, he must be a bad doctor then. <laughs> I'm a pretty bad doctor. Well, I did let one of my patients die. So That is true. Bad doctor confirmed. Uh-oh. Bad Backstory doctor. things. Uh, malpractice suit on the horizon? <laughs> Maybe. You'll hear from my lawyer, who is also <laughs> a fiend cat. <laughs> it's terrifying. Representing the defendant? 
King uh, Claw. Go, go ahead and take the stand. Your Meow. first statement, please. Meow. <laughs> Objection. Like the hand in her tail snacks the ballot. All right. So Here we go. Dungeons and Dragons. So, Dr. Wink, you are saved. Um, here's what's immediately going on around you. You all are in this dark cavern. Less dark because one of the five wooden columns lining this room is on fire. Because That's what I like to see. Because Darkhead's fireball, his flaming sphere, ignited it, and now the room is filling with smoke and this pillar is deteriorating. Uh, other than that, what are you guys doing? How's Gringu? Gringu's down. Uh, he's stable, but he's down. Okay. Uh, okay. Did we gain XP for that? Yeah, let me look that up. Got it. Got to keep track of the important things, right? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. While while you're looking that up and magically telling us if we get stronger or not, I want to pick up. Uh, yeah. His body, Gringus to be. Certain. Gringus. <laughs> Wait, what? Not Darkhead. We're, we're bringing Gringus' body. We're leaving Darkhead. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna grab Darkhead's body and like cradle it in my arms. Oh, that's sad. That is sad. He's just sleeping. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Shut your mouth. He uh, he looks to be doing a bit more than sleeping there. <laughs> that guy gaining my consciousness. I'll I'll walk over, and uh, touch his throat. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so, you know, just no. You know, he, check a out man's dead cat. here, and you're laughing. See how he's uh. Do you want to make some kind of check? Or I just, don't know. I mean, I think you it's are pretty the obvious that he's dead. So I don't. I mean, I can make a check if you want me to, but I kind of thought it'd just be, oh yeah, make a medical examiner safe. I'll make an autopsy. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Roll medicine. Just but I don't want to like cut into him. That's that's fine. Oh. That is a twelve. So your bone saw cuts through his very soft dragon-like flesh. <laughs> no, that's horrible. Um. Yeah, no, he was uh, beat to death, internal bleeding, and massive blood loss. Ultimately, did him in. Oh, oh me! I've, I've, I, I've let one down. I, th- I think he's gone, Casker. Casker, Casker's still holding him. Is still holding him. Uh he's like um. Uh, on like the verge of tears, but doesn't have tears to cry anymore. He's like speechless, and all he's doing is looking at what used to be like a living, moving, talking, helping vessel that is now just an empty husk of a friend. Hmm. In on on the thread of like sort of Casker's innocence, still has Casker seen many like sentient. Like thinking, speaking people die. The only person Casker has ever seen, like die, was like would be his um, grandfather. But he never watched him die. He was taken elsewhere. He knew that he wasn't coming back, and they told him that you know death is blah blah. blah and they explained it off to him. But this is the first time someone's died in front of him, and he's mm. been not able to do anything. Do you buy into what your family has told you about death? Do you subscribe to those beliefs? Not 
as uh, not as concrete as he did before not before now like before he was like well that's what they said so it has to be true these are the things that happened but seeing these things feeling these emotions he's starting to doubt if there really is anything else out there like Mm. beyond just this or is it really just the empty husk of what we used to be dang baron you were trapped inside of the shambling mound and Darkhead, among the others, uh, freed you. So he's he's helped save your life on an occasion or two. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, he's been with you, you know, through the thick and thin of this for this really few crazy days. week yeah. here. I mean, during the salt yeah. while. From, from a dwarven perspective, I mean, Baron wouldn't consider any of these people true friends yet because he's only known them for a week, one hundred twelve you know? hours. If that, I, I, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> right, it's only been a matter of days. A few way. days. So, like, these are just people he met randomly. But, I mean, Darkhead still saved his life, so Baron respects him for that. So, you know, I don't know, maybe the fact that he couldn't pay back that favor is like, man, I wish I could have, you know, done a little more. Yeah. Or... It's not like he's mourning the loss of a friend, but the loss of loss of the opportunity, yeah, to to make make even, make even, and yeah, yeah, definitely. Darkhead, how do you feel? <laughs> Limp. <laughs> oh, Actually, as Casker picked me up, there was probably like a jingle, 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 like as my body was moving in your arms. Of like you just some, uh, some and, coin. and with with the rigor mortis setting in, he reaches for his coin purse. <laughs> Didn't and you? Glitches it. Didn't you give Casker the necklace with the ring? Yes, I uh, I gave you the ring. I put it around your finger. So now you're engaged to a corpse. How do you yeah. feel? This episode brought to you by USA. It's never too late to celebrate Fourth of July. It, it, it is though. It's too late. It's, it's a, you missed it. Such a weird time for a commercial after everyone gives their grievances about three flavors collide. This code red, brought to you white by. out in voltage. Green Goo wakes up. He's dead. He's almost as cold as this refreshing Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So anyway, so does, does uh, Ringu stand up? Huh? He's it's unconscious. Good. You got to yeah. Imagine. He's still unconscious. Ringu? No, he's out cold. No. He's stable, which well, means that he'll, he'll be fine for now. But if he doesn't get help, you know, pretty soon he's he will die. Okay. Well, recognizing that Darkhead is too far gone for my help, I'll take a deep breath and say. Oh. These things happen, and then I'll go over, and I will uh, feed Gringo a potion. Okay. Yeah, 2d4 plus 2. When you say, like, when you said that, like, these things happen, did you say with as little bit of emotion as you just showed? I think he's just letting his veteran veteran doctor show here. Yeah? Okay. No, I just just wanted to make sure I was seeing it right, because, like, to Casker, this is the first time he's dealing yeah. with this and to you this is not the first time you've dealing with this so your reaction puts casker off a little bit yeah lay off our own personal florence nightingale michael <laughs> gosh <laughs> so what's that the, was five hit points five total Gringu. yeah okay Gringu is at five hit points um <clears throat> where is it where is he i'll kill him 
The, the, the one with the four arms. Where oh, is the monster? Hey, he's, it's he's just kind of like there. Yeah. It's dead. It's, just a, <laughs> yeah. it's a big hunking zombie gorilla monster. He He's dead <laughs> now. Uh, but uh, We did it! We uh, killed him! Yeah, so is... Uh, Darkette, well, wake up! We, he's dead! Yeah, so is he. Casca will start crying at that. Cute. What? He, uh, he didn't make it. He got hit a bit too hard. No, no, I, uh, no, I, I said that no more militiamen were going to die. No, he's gonna go over in complete denial and like, not like violently, but kind of slap Darkhead around a little bit. W- wake up! Wake, w- wake up! Casper's gonna push him, push Gringu, push Gringu away, and like, like when he pushes him away, he goes like, uh, almost like for an instant. Like his shoulders, like hackle up and goes. Whoa! All right. Gringo. Oh, by the way, this death is a tick towards no longer innocent for Casker. Oh snap! I'm, I have a certain amount of ticks he has to hit on either side to stay a certain way. Goes to completely to feral. completely just. You know, out of all these episodes so far, taking Casker's innocence is my most proud act. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might want to rephrase that. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I'm going to loot the zombie Rilla. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, um, Funky Kong's bear. <laughs> no, um, yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. Oh yeah, time for my negative two to that. <laughs> I got a three. A three, uh-oh. Yeah, um... So you you don't see anything. This is just a big rotting pile of flesh and hair. It doesn't it doesn't contain anything val- valuable to you. What about his swords? I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure those are Who's hard swords? to miss. Didn't he have swords? No, I'm thinking Dark of something. Hit? No, the you're thinking what? of the mimic. Did the zombie? <laughs> you're the, the, thinking of the mimic. Honestly, did Funky Kong have weapons or was he just, just attacking punching? Us? He punching was just beating the mess out of us. Fists of fury. <clears throat> does the does the flaming column look like it's gonna be causing harm? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, as the <laughs> as the room is still faintly illuminated by that only thing granting Casker's sight right now, um, yeah, the room is kind of filling with smoke, and then eventually you hear like cracking, and the pillar gives way, and uh, dust kind of falls from the ceiling with a few pebbles. Take twenty d ten rock damage. <laughs> <laughs> is the door that the monster came out of is it open or unlocked? No, it's closed. The double doors, they're closed. Well, I'm going to walk over to him and try to open them. You walk over to him, and immediately that sound of dozens of the undead. Oh, like that's just right. like the, the Rick Grimes is in the tank, you know, scene from The Walking Dead. Like they're just all around, and you, you just hear the moaning. Like from com- coming from around me? Coming or from through these doors. Through the doors. It is just so obvious. So, yeah, we probably shouldn't go that way. Um, yeah, there's a uh, sounds like a lot of undead that way. So um, I think we should grab Darkette and uh, and run out the way we came in, because I don't think this room is very safe right now. Sounds like an excellent plan. And then I'll head out, leading the way. I'll carry Darkette's body, following after him, because I can't really see. So I'm just gonna try to stay within, like. So who's carrying uh, Darkette's body? I am Casker. Um, Gringu is still just sitting on the ground, uh, in denial. Just like, he's, his probably, his back is up against one of the columns, 
and he's just like emotionless, like he can't even move. But Kasker has got a uh, dark hit. Why don't you go ahead and make a strength check for me? Not to see whether or not you can do it, but to see how well you do it. You said strength? Strength. Yeah, 14. 14. Uh, if you have an athletics bonus, you can add it. I don't know if you do. An athletics bonus? Yeah, if you have some kind of athletics bonus, yeah. Ah, uh, n- not really. No, okay. Still just a plus two. 14? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, he's you, only, what, 30 pounds? Yeah, he's not very heavy at all. You're, you know, you're, you're a little worse for wears after the battle, but, you know, you can carry him just fine, you think. Um, yeah. Where are you guys going? They're actually, let me consult the handy dandy notebook i gave my map away Ooh. remember you guys so mm. i have nothing when, when <laughs> i get you, to the you put your shield down and can cast locate object i can't <gasps> but you don't have spell slots don't have spell right. aren't you dead <laughs> oh, i'll go back to the to the death hole <laughs> no i'm kidding i really don't mind that you um dang it it's just me and justin it sucks in here <laughs> um so yeah also you all notice there's the sort of hallway you all walked from that just kind of opened up into this room, but there's also a door on the far side of the room. There's the double doors on the long wall, and then on the other wall, there's there's just a small, a, a smaller door. So just just to keep you all in the loop. Well, do we want to take a short rest in the dungeon, or well, we already did it's, that, and it's on fire. Well, just the one room. I was gonna say the the it's, one pillar kind of collapsed, and it's kind of contained the one pillar now. It's still filling with smoke in here, but. Actually, no more than the one pillar is burning up right now. Like it's not going to just spread. It's not going to hop from the pillars are too far away for it to hop okay. from one to the other. What? Where are the big swinging doors? The double doors? Yeah, they're in the long wall. They're still closed. They're still closed. That's what he walked up to when he heard the zombies. Yeah, and when the, zo- okay. the zombies were on the other side, or at least it sounded like zombies. As you all stand here, undecidedly, the double doors open. No, and you see. A couple things. One, just for just a just a glimmer, just a moment, you see all kinds of shuffling silhouettes. As the embers from the column are still burning, they cast a little light into this room, and just dozens of these shuffling silhouettes just kind of hulking, waiting in this room. And out walks none other than Tristan, and he steps out again, puzzledly. He has a very obviously puzzled look on his face. I suppose I did it again, huh? Underestimated you all, but (laughs) I got the one that I said I was going to kill. Anyway, and he holds out a hand, and from a hand, a sort of beam of pure energy flies forward and destroys another one of the columns. Yeah. And more pebbles and rocks fall from the ceiling. It's time to go. (laughs) Grinko, we have to go now. (laughs) <laughs> that didn't sound like he doesn't move uh in fact move? he was sitting underneath the pillar that just got smashed. oh gosh uh wait but he's oh he's oh he he's not he's not harmed by the pillar other than splinters falling on his head well i'm gonna try to run over to him and pull him up and get him moving all right make uh a strength check are you saying anything to him uh get up you big oaf uh, am I adding anything to this? Strength. Uh, it's not a saving throw, so just plus th- uh, 13. 13? Um, you're able to, like, drag him a little bit. Um, he, he doesn't express the desire to move. Well, I tried. <laughs> he just, he lies there. I'm stronger you than 
I will run over there and like look him in the eyes oh me and say Grinku, we we have to keep living we have to keep fighting come on roll persuasion that is a 15 he kind of has a, a spark in his eye when you say that and uh he stands up he turns and kind of dusts the wood splinters off of his shoulders and off of his head, out of his hair. And he, he turns to Tristan. You're not taking anymore. And he charges for Tristan, oh, only right. he doesn't swing for Tristan, and Tristan kind of steps back and takes a defensive stance, and Gringu misses Tristan and bolts through the double doors. <gasps> You hear mad hacking and slashing on the other side of the doors. Oh, Casco turns and runs <laughs> blindly, but he turns and runs. All right. Mm. Well, I guess we're I guess we're leaving. Um, Casco, you said that Casco ran through the door. Not after. Not after. <laughs> oh no, Casco. <laughs> so you're all in the zombies room now. No, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Doctor Wink does not run <laughs> to the double zombie door. We I, I will like take a second. Direction. And like shock, uh, and like kind of realizing that I kind of maybe did that because I told him <laughs> to keep fighting. <laughs> you said keep oh, living. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh well, the, the recording and will tell. The recording will tell. So, but but I'll just like take like a few steps back and then like start running after my, the rest of my back party. the way you all came. Yeah. Okay. Or wherever they went, but yeah, I, I'm back, assuming back they the went way back. we're coming. We're not trying any new doors. We're not doing any of that. I like mess. that. We're taking a left, <laughs> a right, right, forward, okay. left. And as you all run, you hear more blasts and splintering of wood in the background behind you. Do you all you all run straight back down the same hallway you came through, passing by where you found the small vial that Darkette took from Grengu. Uh, then you run back into the room where the burlap sacks were and the weird smell was and where you found Jostin. And then uh, are are you making any checks or going in any of the other rooms? Are you just trying How to get out of here? How big are the burlap sacks? Huh? How big are the burlap sacks? Can I pick one up? Yeah. And take it with me? Yes. Okay. You snag so, a burlap sack. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No big deal. Um, I'm doing that. Well, I would assume <laughs> Kasker is just bolting, bolting out of the yes. dungeon. Yeah, yeah, you guys are just running for it. So mm-hmm. Baron's oh, just going to try to follow him. It's 70 miles an hour. Oh, I'm not fast at all. <laughs> I'm way behind. <laughs> like, and you're picking up sacks. Yeah. So. That's your same body weight. Someone's, someone's got to stay around. Is to it my same these, body weight? <laughs> these guys. So you pick up your sack and you all are bolting for it. Um, one after the other in file. And you go through the main room where all the testing was done on the material where Dr. Wink found his fun rain jacket mm-hmm. and then you're back through the double concrete doors with the inscribed riddle and you're in the sewer again and you guys i assume are just again bolting back down the sewer right? okay it's it's a one-way route from here you hop over the the pool you know where the water has kind of been collecting and then you're trudging through ankle high water again where after several hundred feet you reach uh one of the ladders once we get to one of the ladders, he's going to allow one of them go up first so that they can do the great. But he's going to take, like, Darkhead's body and, like, 
over the shoulder, hold his leg and arm with one hand so that he can yeah, actually like fireman carry. Fireman carry. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I'm so glad you. I won't. I mean, you'll you'll be able to do that without having to make any checks, you know, over time. So don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, you all climb out of the out of the sewers. Yeah. Oh, yep. Shield. I guess so. My yeah. Shield. Okay. Oh, grab my shield. I will grab Casca's <laughs> shield. It is not near here. It's not there. What? You all left it at the entrance at the the pyre. The pyre. Sewer, right? Yeah, that's, that's not where you guys are. Oh, we're at the. You guys are at the first the ladder first you got to. Which ladder is we saw at the vat. You guys are at the salt vat right now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's is fine. this a good place to go up though? Good as I don't know. Any. We already okay. went up. Here, yeah. yeah. What do we see? Can we even get out? Yeah, you all climb out with relative ease. You pop the grate, and you all are actually in the bottom of the salt vat. Um, so you stand up, and you know there's there's very little left because the salt well is nearing a close. Um, but as you all breach the top, you hear this horrendous thunderous crash, just like buildings breaking metal twisting wood splintering stones shaking and then you look behind you towards the fishery and a huge chunk of the building has collapsed into sort of a sinkhole into the ground and it is uh, it has fallen through back down and and again just forming this huge pit over there all right um well, Baron's going to finish climbing out of whatever we're climbing out of. Okay. Are there um, others around, and what time is it? Yeah. There are... Uh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, you guys have been down here for hours, and you started at around noon, because I remember the noonday sun lighting up the grate. So I'll say it's definitely nighttime. The sun has gone down, and there aren't many workers out Probably not even many people roaming the streets with the events of late. So it's just kind of you guys and that horrible sound echoing through the night. And then as you all wait, people do start exiting their homes and things around here. Some of the men you see get off one of the ships here close to the docks. And uh, you see people are a couple people have poured out of the temple. And you see some people walking from the square, just kind of down here to to see what's going on. People are starting to flock to this region. Not quickly, but, but people just are. A... You know, crazy crash in the middle of the night. People are going to want to see what it is. Casker's mm-hmm. have... going to try to make his way towards the priest. Towards the priest? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the ones pouring out of the temple? Towards the first one he comes into. Yeah, totally. Um you see Brother Valentine in, like, the classic nightgown and cap. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, step out, you know, like the solid gray, you know what I'm talking about? The, yeah, like, Scrooge. Sandman man hat. Yeah, like, yeah. A freak, picture picture freaking Scrooge. <laughs> as, uh, as a priest. <laughs> as, as a holy man. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he's he's leading the, the pack of priests walking down here. And, like, Casker's going to walk up to him, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, when like a mother dog thinks that you could save her puppies the way she brings it to you and the look in her face, like to like, mm-hmm. hey, help it, bring it back. Castro's just gonna hold Darkhead's limp body up to him. Is please is he hurt? Does he need does he require healing? Please do something. And he, he holds out his hand and you see divine energy pulsing from his hands and going towards Darkhead, but nothing is happening. I oh oh my. 
It seems he is beyond the help of the gods at this point. What what was that horrendous sound? I I am terribly sorry about your loss, but what is going on? And like clouds of dust are now starting to form, you know, like pour over from where the sinkhole formed, and it's it's quite the attraction at this moment. And then you know people are kind of you know you know like oh, what's what's going on? You know you know it's, people are starting to gather around you know this part of the fishery that fell in, and Bonji eventually makes his way over there. He's like what. In the blazes <laughs> is going on here. My business. Oh, my business. Oh, I worked so hard to cultivate it. Who did this? And he walks over towards the edge. And he's just sort of standing at the top of this, like, slope of rubble. And he's like, you'll pay for this. You. And he turns around to you three. Uh, am don't I still, like am I still really with them, though? Did y'all follow me? Yeah, you guys are kind of still in the same little I'll, section of I'll land. You did this. You came in with your Goloth wheel nonsense and you destroyed my business. It wasn't us. It was Trilda. It was one of your employees. I mean, it was Tristan. It was Trilda. <laughs> Coffer! It was an accident. That old hag. <laughs> I'll kill him. Old person fight. Don't act like you don't know what was going on. I'll say to Banji. What in the blazes are you talking about? Why am I? I'm freaking Paul Grape from VeggieTales. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Three square meals a day. Plenty of exercise. We were in slavery. <laughs> Nothing is perfect. Okay. Sorry. Well, that'll get cut. Um, <laughs> Don't cut that. That was great. And says, what in the world do you mean by that? Uh, He was a wizard summoning zombies. We were sent by Magakume to track him down in the sewers. We didn't know it was him until he, you know, shot wizard stuff at us. Why would I have him destroy my shop? I didn't say you'd have him do it. He just did it. You implied that I had something to do with it. Look, and he he, he walks over there, and uh, he's still ranting, kind of, you know, just, why in the world do you think I would be associated with it? I worked my tail off. My father's built this business whenever the time we found it. And uh, as he's saying that, you just kind of hear, and you see one kind of lone hulking humanoid figure making its way up this slope of rubble and he, he kind of Bonji kind of turns around ah! oh, what the, the blazes and then the zombie is going to lurch for him Can, and just uh, attack him just full out oh and the zombie just clobbers him and starts slamming him into the ground and people are distressed and now they're screaming and you know the more squeamish of the bunch are running and the priests are now running over to the sinkhole and then there are more zombies pouring out i'm gonna rush over there okay you rush over and you start to see the now dozens of these hordes dozens oh gosh are walking out and then suddenly it is a full outbreak dozens of zombies overflow Banji is just he's being eaten there's no way like, around that but, like walking dead scene eaten. yeah like he he is is just totally defenseless as this thing is chewing he's just crying out for, oh god oh, and then more of the more of these are are walking up this huge slope of rubble to the top and uh and and they just start attacking the townspeople, and they start Man, ravaging Dylan, the nearby the buildings, time to die. and they're just starting to disseminate throughout the whole town. What are you guys doing? I'm gonna start attacking 
some where the priest went or whatever, I guess. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> There's yeah. a zombie outbreak. There's a, a cluster of about uh, four or so attacking near where the priests are while the rest are sort Maybe of flooding the through the rest of the town. <laughs> so you run up and attack one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. While he's doing that, Kasker wants to try to find like an area to put Darkhead's body, like maybe uh, in the 14? priest's temple or... Yeah, you and, think like, probably the safest up. place at this point is definitely going to be the temple. So he's going to run that way. Okay, yeah. Um, you run towards the temple. Uh, Dr. Wink, what's you up to? Where's unpopular question? Is Ned doing anything? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you don't see Ned around. Okay. Um, I'll just want to like run around and tell people to go to the temple. To the temple. Run. 14 Play hits. to the temple. Roll damage. Um, nice. Plus, plus three. three. So that's 13 damage. 13 damage. You like separate this one's arm from its body, but it's still kind of like hanging on down towards the bottom of its ribs. Uh, it's still up, but not for much longer. Um, and then the priests follow up with some sacred holy energy that ignites it on fire and it falls to the ground. Good. Uh, and they, uh, the priests at this point, they're like, uh, th- oh, actually, uh, you, you see Brother Drondeed. He says, uh, thanks, man, or whatever, I guess. Uh, we should probably get back to the temple. It's kind of like the safest place, yeah. I have a cool. big sword. It could help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could help keep the temple safe, I guess. Even more safe than it probably already is. All right. Whatever. And he's going to start <laughs> walking back at a leisurely pace. <laughs> He's such a horrible priest. <laughs> Do I? Such a, a jerk. <laughs> Do we see Magakume? Is he in the? Is he heading to the temple or what's he? Yeah, as you all start to get closer to the temple, you do see Magakume is in like full flannel pajamas, and he is like <laughs> flagging people into the temple. Uh, everyone, get inside, please, get inside. It'll be safe in the temple. We'll be able to wait it out in here. All right, what are you guys doing? Yeah, no, I take Darkhead into the temple, but then, like, taking the shield off, like, after I set Darkhead's, after Kasker sets Darkhead's body, like, he'll probably, like, put it in a corner away from everyone so it won't get messed with and all that kind of stuff, but once he sets it down. as you walk in, um, Brother John Deed is shortly behind you. He says, uh, hey, man, uh, listen, we keep the dead in the Undercroft before we burn them. Do you want to, you want to put them there for a little bit? If you touched our kid's body. Hey, man, I don't want to touch your dead friend. Leave it here. Hey, I'll yeah, be back. And he'll shove past oh, him. Oh, okay. Hey, whoa. Shield on sheave, spear. And he's walking back out the door. Guy needs to take a, some chill chowder. <laughs> <laughs> are there people that are not like Bonji and being eaten, but could still use like help? Yeah. Um. You see... You know, you you all have filed back. Are you have you joined them at the Temple Baron? I, don't I guess I'll for you. kill zombies on my way over. Yeah, you're just running. You're just getting hits in. Why don't you roll a general attack roll to see how you do on the way back? Not very well. Okay, what's the roll? Uh, <laughs> that's a seven. <laughs> seven. Yeah, you you might have you know got a free hit on one, but you're you're I'm not really trying to go to the. You're uh, the you're temple. booking it to the temple, and you. You wind back up there where Magakume is ushering people in and scared townsfolk, you know, who have very recently done this before, are filing into the temple. So you guys see these priests, you know, armed and male, kind of ready to address the situation. Maybe even a couple of the 
very few residual militiamen armed with their short sword and awaiting the command of their leader. And also, you see someone ready to fight, but definitely unconventionally dressed. Uh, it's a, a man with a sort of duskier, like darker, sort of bronzish skin and black hair and eyes, and heavily armored, but that armor in it is stuffed. Reeds and grass and uh, just totally like ghillie suit vibes, uh, who looks ready to help. Uh, he's actually standing right next to Magukume. Uh, he's kind of seeing people into the temple and standing out towards the doors. Um, and yeah, you, you see these people are starting to coalesce and, and get ready to, to make a move. I told you they were coming from here, Magukume. Uh, I, I know, but it took us a long time to figure out where. No matter. Uh, I guess that's... I guess I'm here on perfect timing, and I'm going to step forward and draw this big pike and kind of like give it a little flourish and say in Elvish, if y'all speak Elvish, I'll tell you what I say. If not, in Elvish... language for wimps. <laughs> in Elvish, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to say a, a short little like prayer type thing, just like a Marthanya, watch over me. Yeah. We hear asking for the Elvish. supervision of Marthanya. <laughs> That's not how J.R.R. Tolkien described Elvish. <laughs> as soon as I did it, on the, he said I it sounded like the, the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. That was beautiful. <laughs> By the way, because I'm horrible at character voices, I'm trying to do a British accent. So if you, when I'm talking, think I'm British. No, don't, don't worry, worry my, my accent's terrible, so. Crikey, right mate. For uh, Baron? No. And so, I think it's wonderful. Um, Magukume actually, uh, in, his, in his flannel footy pajamas. Ah, yes. He, <laughs> he actually is holding a short sword of his own. You all can make a perception check. 20. Two. Unnatural. 16. 16, 20? Four. Two. Two, four. DC, 20. You see in the bottom of Magukume's short sword that there is a little piece of quartz. And uh, he says, uh, All right, I, I know we don't have a lot of time, and there seem to be a lot of them, uh, but uh, you all are here, and I need your help. We've got to address this threat. Uh, we, we've got to prevent more people from dying than need to. Um, they've already, too many have gone. I'm, I'm not even paying attention to who I'm fighting with. I'm just going to turn and look at these undead. And can I do something, or do I have to wait until official initiative? Uh, to do what? To start hacking and slashing. To, to perform an action that I want to do. To, it, it all depends on the action. Okay, uh, I'm going to ignore who I'm standing with. I don't care who I'm fighting with as long as I'm fighting these disgusting undead. And I'm going to walk up to kind of in front of them. And as I'm walking, I'm going to shout an elvish prayer Oops. and turn Whoa. the unholy. Okay, holy crap. What does that do? Every undead that can see or hear me in 30 feet has to make a wisdom save. And if wow. they fail, they, for one minute, turn away, and they can only move away from me. They can't use reactions, and they can only dash as an action to move away from me. Great. Wow. Now you're spreading out the undead that throughout happens. the town. No, it's going straight <laughs> back down the slope. Yeah. He's Just keep them in that hole. So, yeah, you, the temple is a good bit away from the fishery. 
I'll say. So it'll take a little second to get over there, and there's some opposition along the way. You're hurting um, zombies, bro. But that is definitely something that you can do when the time comes. Awesome. Um, yeah, people are still filing into the temple, uh, and now the hordes of the undead are uh, beginning to make their way to the temple. If- um, only... Uh, among the the shuffling and and moaning of the dead, you also start to feel the ground shake a little bit, and you just hear a. It's another Funky Kong. It's an indistinguishable roar, one you've not heard before, and doesn't sound like it came from anything with a intact trachea. Gurgle, 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 <laughs> gurgle. Skibidi bop bop boo boo boo. Yes. Oh gosh, well, I hope it's not doing, those mosquitoes we're, again. We're still doing out of combat initiative attacks. Can uh like Cassio's going to turn towards the the oncoming zombies and like like just like start off in like a walk and then let's start charging. He's going to take his spear as his action if we're doing it like that. Take his spear, toss it in the the closest one to him and if it hits, I'm gonna use the shield to like drive it through. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. I love that. So, yeah, running into the hordes, you have someone using this divine magic to repel them away with, uh, with holy energy. You have a vengeful druid who wants nothing but to uh, avenge his friend. You have a bloodthirsty dwarf without rages ready to bonk <laughs> i am ready to bonk and a doctor ready to address whatever wounds might befall them that's where we're gonna end this one Ooh. pretty short mm-hmm. episode gentlemen welcome i'm, I'm glad to uh, be a part of the crew officially i'm dylan too by the way the original one was killed with dark hat uh-huh. that's how we do you it know, here your it character is. dies you get you know, I thought I could murdered. finally leave this room, but no, I have to stay and make a new character. <laughs> oh, don't like it. You're you're a slut for making characters. I am. I have 12 <laughs> upstairs waiting to be used. He's an any meaning money mo. Give me like hair and eye color. Uh, oh, I know I have it somewhere. Hair poop brown, eyes <laughs> poop green. Poop green. <laughs>